Hello and welcome to Postcards from Antioch, a teaching and training podcast from Barton Church. My name's James and today I'm with Oz and Nicole and this is an introductory session, a getting to know you session if you like, where we introduce the podcast, our thoughts about it and the thinking behind it and a little bit about ourselves. So hi Oz and Nicole. Hello. Hi James. Hi. No, that's fine. You talk, Oz, you can just interrupt me whenever you want. Talk over one another. That's how this will work. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you've given me permission yeah. for that. Oh, it's pretty so, much the same as staff meetings. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is an insight, not just into theology and his church history and training. It's an insight into our relationships and staff <laughs> meetings and all that kind of thing. So uh, the first thing I wanted to ask, and the first thing that our listeners might be wondering um is what is the idea behind this podcast what's the the thinking behind it why are we doing it? so uh, Oz could you let us know what we're doing please yes of course well it's an important question isn't it and I suppose over the years we've been thinking about uh, this whole area of how can we grow disciples how can we develop leaders at Barton Church and can we do it in different ways than maybe we have over the years beyond Sundays and life groups and all the regular discipleship opportunities that we have. And over the years, we've we've done some different things. Uh, You may have heard of our intern programme, and each week our interns received a uh, couple of hours of theological teaching, practical equipping, uh, apologetics training, which was really fun to deliver. And I think all three of us have been involved in that over the recent years but also would be something that would really bless and help develop leaders in a wider level across the church. So that's been one question. How do we develop leaders beyond those that are available as interns and staff? And we want to see the whole church growing and in gifts, in biblical understanding. And so we started to think a bit about how we could have a better leadership um, pipeline, as it were, development approach. And over the years, we've thought, oh, a podcast would be really good, wouldn't it? We, lots of people listen to podcasts, and yet nothing really developed. And then 2020, we have COVID, and suddenly <laughs> there's this permission and urgency, as it were, to be more innovative and think creatively about our online discipleship. So that was the the background. And then as elders, we've been talking, well, or how can we make the most of this? In the past, we've run things like Rooted, which is a Bible teaching space. Uh, But really, we we wanted to broaden that out and make it available for people, not in a physical building, but on a podcast and uh, provide this opportunity for people in the church to get a greater handle on the Bible, uh, passages, books, genres, a greater grasp of some of the big theological topics, uh, an idea about church history and big questions of apologetics and grow in their leadership, whether within church leadership setting and context, the workplace um, or mission context, or even within the family setting and community setting. So a heart for leadership development, growing training. And um, finally, we've got to the point of actually launching a podcast some three or four years down the line from the initial conversations. That's quite fast moving, really, isn't it? Three or four <laughs> years. So that, that's good. I think one of the, the things we're all hoping is that 
uh, as you said, that this the the kind of things we talk about, the things we do, will be things that people can put into practice, people can apply in their own lives, whatever their situation, whatever their context. That the, this isn't, uh, although we're sort of uh, this is part we're sharing material that is part of our kind of training program and our, our leadership path, as you as you put it. Uh, there's plenty of stuff in this material that is about day to day Christian living for everyone. Yeah, I think that's anyway. really important, isn't it? And um, this isn't just some academic opportunity for some that are that way wired. This is something that we trust will be practical, relatable, um, but we do want to increase that biblical rootedness, the, the spiritually equipping of our leaders in the church. Um, helping us to engage with the world around us, and that that's important. Whether you're, um, yeah, working at home in the community, um, setting aside hours to serve in church or not. Yeah, and so the three of us have done kind of the bulk of the you refer to it as the intern training program, the the theological teaching, weekly theological teaching. The three of us have, have done the bulk of that over the past couple of years, at least. Wouldn't you say, Nicole? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's always been one of my favourite bits of my job, actually, being able to do intern theology. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's so great. So, well, so what makes it fun, Nicole? What have you enjoyed about it? Oh, that's a good question. I think um, one of the things I enjoy the most are when, yeah, the interns have fantastic questions and you get into a really great discussion. Um, but also, yeah, sharing things that, like, I've learned in the past that you, like, coming at things from a different perspective, thinking about things that um, maybe the interns haven't thought about before um, and just kind of, yeah, seeing their knowledge grow and then my knowledge grow, like, um, and my faith grow from those kind of conversations has been brilliant. Yeah, that's great. That's great, isn't it? So tell us a bit about yourself then, Nicole. I mean, who are you? What so what is it about you? What makes you tick? What is it about you that gets excited about this kind of thing? Who am I? That's a deep, deep question. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a session just on that in a few. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am the kids and student worker at Barton Church. Um, I've been doing the job for a couple of years now and before that I did like my ministry training um, and way way back I was an intern as well um, all here at Barton Church. Um, yeah so I've I've kind of got some experience in in leadership church leadership um, but really importantly I love studying um, I love learning um, so as part of my ministry training I um, got to do a master's in missional spirituality um, which is kind of a fancy way of saying um, yeah I got to study theology relating to mission and uh, practices and community and uh, it was really really interesting so uh, yeah I'm excited to talk about some of that on this podcast um, and I've also got a master's in uh, medieval history. So I'm also really excited to kind of talk about some of the church history um, and some of the things I learned in that. Because I, yeah, looked a lot at religious culture and medieval theology. And that was, yeah, absolutely fascinating. So I'm kind of hoping to bring a little bit of history in here as well. Um, and I promise it is way more interesting than, um, yeah, it often sounds. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure you'll make it more interesting than it sounds for a lot mm -hmm. of people. So you've been you've been through the Barton intern program. So you've 
you would had the theological teaching, did you? Yeah, I did actually. Yes, so I back. guess it was probably different then, wasn't it? Because I wasn't involved. No, in it. I don't know. I don't know if I was. Yeah, I was involved, but um, certainly, yeah, um, you are the result, an example of (laughs) exactly of a journey of, uh, and and you've survived and avoided James's theological input, which that's right, my my corrupting influence. Yeah, I was going to say I dodged all that heresy. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's all right. We're recording it on. It'll be on the internet from this day forth, won't it? Mm, For posterity. Mm -hmm. Well. Thanks, Nicole. Um, I suppose maybe I'll share a bit about myself. Uh, uh, my journey's been different, as as all of our journeys uh, are different. I've studied uh, theology uh, a couple of places. I, I did a, a degree in theology at university, and um, then I trained for the Baptist ministry. So uh, for a while I was a Baptist minister. I did some more training. I did a, a, a master's degree. Uh, and then after being in the ministry for a few years, um, I reached a point where I thought I needed to do something different. Uh, I needed to take a bit of a break from from that. Or uh, I, I, I didn't know how long that break would be or if it would be permanent. And uh, we went, my family and I went overseas to Australia where we were part of a Christian community, a training and discipleship community. In Australia and we did that for eight years before returning home and, and uh, coming to Barton Church just as, as a church to attend at first and then um, they the, the powers that be in the church asked me to start getting involved in uh, the preaching which I did and from there uh, I've become uh, someone who works for the church. I, I, my f- official title I suppose is uh, associate bible teacher is that right that sounds that's right we're still not quite figured out what that means no we're but... kind of <laughs> making it up as we go along but um yeah i do a, a, fa- a fair amount share the preaching load with oz and things like this and work with with our life our life groups which are our, our midweek small groups on their material and things like that um uh, and that that's that's what i've done but that's not necessarily who I am, I guess. That that will all come out over the, the months and years as we do this podcast, I suppose. Yeah, I've always viewed you as a little bit of a theologian in residence. That's very kind. <laughs> the go-to, you know, that that wealth of experience. And well. <laughs> and basically good at asking good questions back. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, that is my reputation. I, I try to avoid answering questions by asking questions in return. It's very, very rabbinic, I'm, I'm told. But also frustrating and annoying for people who talk to me. What I want to know is, is will the teaching staff be making uh, an appearance on the podcast at any point? Yeah, will you be maybe. standing there with your teaching staff? Yeah, mm. I... Uh, uh, I'm I'm a, a fiddler. I like to to keep my hands busy. So when I was teaching in Australia, I used to uh, I, I would often be holding a, a staff a, a branch that I'd found on one of my walks or something like that, and that became a thing that uh, I would I would teach with uh, a staff. I've not done that uh, from at church yet when preaching. Maybe I, I should mm. see how that goes, but. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I could do it for the podcast, but no one would be able to see it. So that is true. You just have yeah. to bang it or tap it every now and again to <laughs> That's get right. back. To emphasize a point or to. Yeah. I can't even use it to to hit anyone. No. Um. You know that's the the difficulty at the moment. Maybe after after COVID and we're able to record together, I'll be able to bring the the staff. That's all right. You... Yeah. Well, we'll bring our body armor for that one. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, helmet. Okay, and that just leaves Oz. Yeah, a bit about me. I um, am no expert in podcasting. Sorry, everyone. Um, we're learning as we go. Uh, but I suppose I do have experience in teaching. Uh, first of all, as a PE teacher uh, in a secondary school, which I loved. Loved teaching young people um, and enjoyed that and then I after a phase of teaching PE went into theological training at All Nations Christian College and studied a a biblical and intercultural studies degree there with a focus on bible and theology and I loved that that was really refreshing and rich and the last eight years of being in church leadership here at Barton I have grown I guess in 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 applying some of that learning and growing in what it means to be involved in church leadership and discipleship of a church community. So I've got an experience from that basis, but also I love the the opportunities that there are to engage with those of other cultures and experienced a number of different uh, mission trips in Thailand and South Africa and Tanzania, as well as um, some Muslim contexts such as in Birmingham um, and uh, area in the Indian Ocean called Mayot, which I often get teased about because I tell this story of how I, I went for a few weeks holiday essentially to see my brother in the island of Mayot. Did, um, you, swim to, with, did, you, did you swim with the dolphins? To, yes, was Nicole. There, did, that's was there any... I, I couldn't not mention that where I, I had the fortunate experience of swimming with dolphins as well as um, working amongst uh, a Muslim community and learning and listening and getting to know people. So I thought I'd drop that in there. But my point point being not that I'm a great swimmer with dolphins, but that I love to learn that from those of other cultures. And that's an element um, that I'm sure we'll be picking up on throughout this podcast too. So the, the question is, what, what did you learn from the dolphins? <laughs> well, they're very curious. Okay. Um, they're very intelligent. I think that's why we got on so well. Um, <laughs> and and I suppose this podcast is about curiosity and developing our understanding. There we go. Very, very smooth. Very smooth. They're well done. Have, so have you used, I was going to say, have you used that story in any sermons yet? I haven't, because something... I know that I'd get a lot of feedback from the staff team. It'd be quite, uh, yeah, yeah, hard to live with. Yeah, I've I've not swum with dolphins. There we go. No, Maybe me we should... I, I won't mention the turtles either on the island. But anyway, okay, yeah. So you're basically a missionary to to sea life. That's right. Yeah, that's your, yeah. Your passion was enjoying God's creation. Anyway, that's good. And that's the kind of thing we'll be talking about, all this this kind of stuff. So, all right, I think maybe uh, one final question to, to finish for each of you. You've got a choice. You can tell me either your favourite bit of the Bible or your favourite food. 
So let's start. Let's start with Nicole. Oh, um, I didn't give them any warning. I was going to no, ask. No, you didn't. Both, so. What is my favorite? Well, I, I kind of can I tell you both? Do I have to yeah, tell you one yeah, or the that's other? Bonus points. Okay, that. so my my favorite food is potato. Um, it's the what, most just the potato. <laughs> Just a raw potato. Oh, no, it has to be cooked. But I'll I'll take it in any any form. Sometimes for dinner I just eat mashed potato because it is delicious. Um, Yeah, and they're just so versatile. I mean, I could talk about potatoes for a really long time. I have several potato T-shirts that various people have seen me. (laughs) Yeah. My favourite bit of the Bible... um, Ah, yeah, actually, I know this, it's easy, is, yeah, Revelation 21, where it kind of talks about how this, the new heavens, the new earth, where God will wipe every tear from their eye, um, and it, it, yeah, just describes this beautiful future, and for me, that's just so important, because it's what I hold on to, it's what I hope for, um, that promise that all things are going to be new, and, um, yeah, God is going to dwell in our midst, so... Yeah, that's easily my favourite bit of the Bible. Excellent. That's Although, quite... To be fair, it doesn't mention potatoes. And no, like, that's right. It would be, yeah, I, there's got to be potatoes in the new Are heavens there and the potatoes new potatoes in heaven? Maybe mm. that's one of the, the sessions. <laughs> yeah. You can do that. That mm. seems, sounds like it would touch all your ex- areas of expertise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, Oz, maybe then you'll say you don't get a choice anymore. Nicole's led the way. You have to do both if you can. Yeah, well, I've had a bit of thinking time. Um, What I was going to say, favourite bit of the Bible would be the Upper Room Discourse, um, which some of you may be aware of in John's Gospel uh, from chapter 13, 14 through to end of chapter 17. Because, yeah, Jesus is talking with his disciples at a critical point just prior to his crucifixion um but what he's doing is he's comforting them he's giving him them the the promise of the holy spirit um and some of my favorite verses of uh, and words of jesus are found there particularly in john 15 and actually on the note of food which is an is a lovely segue with this chapter it talks about um the fruit uh, that we can we can bear as disciples if we stay in the vine so my favourite food, I was going to say anyway, unconnected to this, is fruit. I love fruit. It makes me sound very healthy, which You're I think so I am. So healthy. Um, and it's, it's got a nice biblical theme, fruit. Um, and we, we want to be fruit bearers, don't we? So there we go. Uh, a bit cheesy and pun. Yeah, Oz, that's you. Oz has to tie everything together all the time. Mm. You have to connect, always connecting everything very good. Oz, PE teacher who loves fruit. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about you, James? Me. Yes. Well, uh, my, my favourite food, I probably just like a really good curry. That's probably what I'd say. Mm. I do have a very sweet tooth. So I'm like the anti Oz in a way, because I would go, cho- I would always go chocolate, desserts, things like that. But, but I think like, you can't beat a really good curry as far as I'm concerned. So, um, and as for, yeah, favourite bit of the Bible, I've often struggled with that. I don't really know if I have a favourite. There are a lot of of parts of the Bible that have personal and sort of of personal significance to me. 
but I suppose one of the key verses in my life, one of the, the things that uh, Nicole talked a bit about, what she enjoyed about teaching and her passions, and I think one of the key verses for me is the second part of John 10, 10, where Jesus says, I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. And I've often, that verse has just resonated with me, the idea of, of I'd love to be someone who um it not just enjoys the fullness of life you know doesn't just survive life but actually lives it to the full but also uh helps others experience that and that's part of the the thing that motivates me with my preaching and my teaching is trying to help people experience the fullness of life in Christ and that doesn't necessarily mean you know bungee jumping and uh, going on uh, jungle adventures or things like that but really swimming with dolphins swimming with dolphins <laughs> turtles things like that but yeah just what do you do how can you enjoy the fullness of life in Christ in the day-to-day when uh you know the, the kids are winding you up and uh uh and the, cutting onions cutting onions <laughs> yeah all that kind of stuff things like that and I don't always do very well with that but I am passionate about it so well, there you go. Hopefully, for those of you listening, that's given you a bit of insight both into what we're trying to achieve with the podcast, but also the the people you'll be um, uh, listening to over the week. So thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us and we'll look forward to sharing more with you in the, the coming months. Thank you again for listening and uh, may God bless you as you go about your the rest of your day.